0: What up? Let's get weird. Your boy, Tommy G, here with the Friday edition. Stay cash in Twitter spaces edition. Uh, Evan was having trouble rebooting the Large Hodron Collider. So uh, that is down. Zoom is down. Everything is down. But we are carrying on and trudging forward. Bill's coming back from the plumber. Rackets has to go leave his kids at school. A lot going on right now. So first I will introduce... Uh, today, the worst producer in the world. Normally, the best producer in the world. Evan, hand. <laughs> Evan, how are you doing? And uh, are the lights on in your house? Is there a truck that crashed into a a post? What's
1: going on over there? I've I've been better. I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I, I'm trying to connect to Zoom, and Zoom's just like we can't connect to Google. So you're fucked. So we run everything through Zoom here. So I don't know what's happening, but we're, we're making, we're making do. This might be good for the brand anyway.
0: I mean, yeah, let's try and spin it as a positive so you don't get fired. Good move. Uh, Bill. <laughs> for the 20th time. <laughs> Way to start the new Yuri. Uh, Bill, how are you doing today, my friend? You just, uh, you a type break.
2: Oh, uh, no. Uh, back in the summer, uh, the, one of the radiators at my uh, rental house for my, my tenants broke and uh, I've been getting like different plumbers coming in and giving me different quotes and today I finally got a good one, and uh, yeah, we're gonna get it done. Good quote both or a good plumber? A, uh both for a cool two G's. Oh,
0: two G's. Look at you! You were looking at you were looking at a much larger number the other day.
2: Yeah, uh, if you would have came and helped me, uh, it would have been no G's. But no, would've...
0: you would have had one G. You would have had Tommy G, and that would have been completely useless.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I would have helped none. Rackets, how you doing, buddy? I am fantastic. All right, you got your kid's schedule locked in. You know what's going
3: on? You're going to pick them up today? Uh, no, I'm at work, but, um, yeah, we're just trying
0: to keep Evan's job today. That's all. All right, cool. Uh, do Sorry. me a favor? Uh, to, to imagine trying to get Howie to figure this out. This is going that's to be a 45-minute process. So I have, uh, why don't you shoot Howie a text and, uh, with the link to this? I think you can just send him the link that's in my tweet. And tell him just to join.
2: Yeah. Evan, we did this like a couple weeks ago on Ruppin' Rackets, and Trevor, it took Trevor like two hours. He still couldn't figure it out.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 And and Trevor's a good baseline for Howie with technology. Howie's a fucking caveman. Yeah. No, Trevor is too. (laughs) They're both Neanderthals. They make Bill look smart. So uh, either way, we are here. We are live. Uh, We'll do the show to the best of our abilities. Uh, We are troopers. We are gladiators. We are warriors. We're fighting through this. So we do have some uh decisions that were finally made bill i know you're kind of up to date on it from when you left to fix the pipes rackets have you been up to date on what's going on and what they're doing here with all this shit yeah yeah i saw it this morning I mean, all right so uh, it's pretty fucking insane uh the nfl is fucking retarded uh they should be persecuted and executed this is insanity this is absolute <laughs> Fuck it. Or maybe not executed, but definitely persecuted, prosecuted. <laughs> but this is insanity. Joe Mixon today sent a fucking tweet out and is getting killed for it. And Joe, if you're out there, I'd like you to know I have your back. Even though, Me too. Yeah, I have your back 100%. Even though uh, I understand that situations needed to be made and decisions to be needed to be made by the NFL. This is fucking insane. This is fucking ridiculous. And my very own Cincinnati Bengals, the team I have adopted since my boy Joey Burrow went there three years ago, is going to get fucked no matter what happens in this scenario. So I have a pretty good handle on it. Rackets, do you have a crystal clear handle on it? You may yet know a thing or two I don't. You're usually good with this stuff. Mm, uh, vaguely. I uh, You probably actually know more about this than I do, right? All right. So, so what I have – and then guys, correct me. There may be something that's off. I've been researching college basketball and NFL bets all day. So from what I'm hearing, the – depending on what happens this week obviously there is a vote that has been passed for a neutral site game for the afc championship uh the details of that we'll find out after sunday's games and see who wins and who didn't i'm pretty sure it's if like the chiefs lose and the bills lose and the Bengals win then it's a neutral site if the chiefs win and the bills win then it's a neutral site if they play each other, obviously. If the Ravens or someone gets there, it's not going to matter. So it's going to depend on the outcomes this week. The bottom line is I think the NFL really needs the Chiefs to win Saturday to help this, and they could probably use the Bills to lose uh, in that scenario on some level uh, as far as the buy is concerned and taking some of that drama out. Then there's another thing that was voted on, which is really fucking insanely fucked up. The NFL is literally changing the rules. So as, no matter what you want to say about DeMar Hamlin or any of this shit, they have fucking rules in place for this. There are rules in place. Joe Mixon tweeted out, and if you go to the Twitter account, uh, my Twitter account, I quote tweeted it. Joe Mixon tweeted out, so we not following the rules no more. And he quoted and screenshotted all the rules of what should happen right now. So not only are we changing that, Bill. the NFL then went on to say that we are going by win percentage. We're ca- calling this game void. It's the first time since 1935, and we're going off win percentage. Well, according to win percentage, no matter what happens this week, the Bengals have won the division. Correct? Yeah, but that's not true. Yes, it is because if they're wiping this game out, the Bengals would finish 11 and five, and the Ravens would finish 11 and six if the Ravens beat the Bengals. Therefore, giving the Bengals the division based on the win percentage thing they just announced yesterday. Now, what they're saying is, if the Bengals lose, because the Ravens beat them twice, which is completely irrelevant, because the win percentage already has that's them why not I tied. said that. That's why I said that it's not right. True. No, no, no but, not, no, but the win percentage thing is true. Now, if the Ravens beat the Bengals, they're going to. I think the, the Chargers need to win too in this scenario. So, if the Ravens win and the Chargers win, they go to a coin toss on who's playing the first round game between the Bengals and the Ravens, even though they just declared the fucking rate, the Bengals won the division. What the fuck, Bill? So
2: you're going to have, so you could, this is how it, this is from what I read is that the Ravens are the, 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 the Bengals could be the, will be the division champs, correct? But the Ravens could be the six seed and have home field
0: in that first matchup. Because they beat them twice, which because is
2: Because they beat them
0: twice. Because, because it's It's irrelevant. Yeah. It means absolutely nothing. The only time beating a team twice has come into play, according to the rule book and throughout NFL history, is in the event of a tie. But if you're using win percentage, there is no tie. Yeah. It's eleven and five versus eleven and six. There is no tie. You don't go to home field. You can't fuck the Bengals again after already losing their chance at a first round bye. Because the bottom line, Bill, if the Chiefs were to were to lose Saturday and the Bills were to win, and the Bengals were to win. Now you're talking about the Chiefs with the same amount of wins as the Bills, and the Bengals, if they would have beat the Bills that just got canceled, which they were winning, they'd all have 13 wins. So the Bengals are the only ones they're not taking into account for this home field.
2: So I'm looking at NFL.com, and they contradict themselves in the sentencing, right? In the sentences, because it says, who wins the AFC North Championship? According to research, the cancellation of the Bengals-Bill games from Week 17, Cincinnati wins the right. AFC North because they will have a better winning percentage than the Ravens, ten and six, regardless of the outcome of Sunday's game between the two Correct. rivals. In what scenario would the home team in a Bengals-Ravens playoffs be determined by a coin flip? The Ravens defeat the Bengals this week, and the Ravens end up as the number six seed. In that scenario, the Bengals. Uh, as the AFC champions would hold three, and now would be scheduled to face the sixth seed during um, the Ravens during Wild Card Weekend. Uh, the Ravens would beat them twice. That's why it'll go to a coin. It can't,
0: though. There's no tiebreaker if you win the division. There, that's it. The division is over. You're the home team. That's where it's wrong. And the other part of this, Bill, that's fucking the Bengals again, which no one wants to talk about, is that because... The Bengals have the division secured, no matter what, based on the win percentage. The Bengals should be able to sit Joe Burrow and all these other fucking guys, this week, and now they can't. Well, now so they have to play. So if you're already saying they can't get the bye and they can't get home field, and you're, then this is all fucked. So yeah, you're also right because the Ravens
2: only end up as the sixth seed in the scenario if the Chargers also beat the Broncos. Which
0: the Chargers is probably would gonna be happen. The,
2: the Chargers would be the five seed. A Ravens win and a Chargers loss would move Baltimore to the five seed.
0: Right. So so this is all fucking insanity. Rackets, what's your take on this?
3: Uh, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous.
0: They, we, we talked about it the other day that they should have just fucking played. I'm, so, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry to cut you off, Rackets. Guys, if you want to comment, uh, I know that I still have the YouTube. The YouTube chat is down, right, e? Can they comment in that?
1: Yeah, you can comment it.
0: Okay, so if you guys have questions or thing, use the YouTube chat as if you would if we were on it. Or subscribers, you could use the four deep Discord. Bill, I'll keep my eye on the YouTube. Or Evan, you keep your eye on the YouTube. Uh, me and Bill will keep our eye on the Discord. But carry right. on, rackets.
3: We talked about it on rubber Rackets the other day that it was just insane that the the fucking Bills left Cincinnati. Like you could have done this game on Tuesday, and then I said I said because the Bills left, they should be the ones that take the fucking loss like if you're gonna yeah. if you're going to be
0: the ones that leave the city you should be taking the loss and, and and that's how it would be in any other scenario but uh they're saying the nfl said they're not playing the game this week so there was no reason for them to stay blah 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 whatever it is my biggest issue is with joe mixon coming out and saying all he wrote was so we're not following the rules no mo." and he fucking quoted the rules why is he not allowed to be mad people are killing him and calling him insensitive bro DeMar Hamlin is fine. I mean, he's not perfect, obviously, but he spoke to his teammates today in a few words he could say. He's breathing on his own. His vitals are back. Why is Joe Mixon not allowed to care? This dude, my tweet I wrote, I wrote, this dude is pissed because he spent six months trying to get home field advantage, his team. Why does he not have a right to be pissed that they might have a coin flip versus the Ravens and 0.0% shot? Because everyone's acting right now, Bill. Like, this is a Chiefs-Bills-buy issue. It's not. Because if the Chiefs would have beaten the Bills, which they looked like they were going to, then they're the team that – because they have the tiebreaker over the Bills, and they beat the Chiefs. So the Bengals actually beat the Bills if they won that game and beat the Chiefs already this year. So the Chiefs and Bengals should be the ones that are talking about about the buy. But everyone's just like, all right, you're out. You have 11 wins. You don't count. Well, they could have had 12.
2: Well, I mean, that's stupid – all-around stupidness. That's just stupid. But what else is what else is stupid is the uh, schedule makers flexing that um, Packers-Lions game to Sunday night, Rockets. Because if Seattle wins, the Lions are done. Yep. So that game is crap now. Yep. Because now all the Lions
0: are are spoilers. Which, which, honestly, in this scenario, I don't think it matters as they're much. They're still going to try and ruin because, the Packers' day. Yeah, they're I they're, mean,
2: they're they're rackets. They are, but not as much as it would be. It would be a right. Your motivation game is going to be
0: lower. Right. You're going to be sad Saturday night. You're not going in on a high.
2: Not, it would be a playoff game.
0: Right, right, right. So that 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 Packer game should be played at the t- same time as the Seattle game. It should be well. It should be the night. It should be Saturday night's game. It should be before the Seattle game, I think. Because then, uh, no, because then Seattle, uh, Seattle's game matters no matter what. Exactly. No, if the Packers win, Seattle's game doesn't matter. Exactly. Right? The Packers, if Packers win, Seattle. so you'd want all the games to matter as much as possible for the theater. Of yeah, but all. I, I so you want the Packers the and Packers Seattle to play at the same as time. As well. Yeah, you would want them to all play at the same time. They should all play at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 all fucking like they literally did everything wrong. And the funny thing is they're doing everything wrong because they don't want to move the Super Bowl. Because the realistic thing that should have been done for the game and for about yeah. how many people does the Super Bowl fit in the stadium? Maybe 50,000. Yeah. So for everyone except those 50,000 people that half of them haven't even bought tickets yet. They needed to back the Super Bowl up a week. They needed to back the playoffs up a week, and next week it would help the teams too. The teams would be happier than a pig and shit to get an extra week off. We've seen how much the bloodbath has been with injuries this year. So you back the playoffs up, you back the Super Bowl up, you play the fucking Bengals-Chiefs because it's going to be needed no matter what the scenario is. Next week is a standalone game, and then you start the playoffs a week later. That's what should have been done, but they care more about the fucking advertisers and, you know, 20,000 people that bought Super Bowl tickets already than anyone else, which is bullshit. The league and the games have to come first. The, The millions of us watching... And the thousands of players playing need to be more important than Pepsi and fucking ten thousand rich guys that bought a suite at the Super Bowl.
2: Well, you know who's happy and um, why he's winning again, and I would be winning too, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this guy is the new is the new uh, bachelor out on the out on the on the prowl. I mean, he's dating. Mallory Edens, Tommy. You know who that is? No. Well, she's some type of smoke show. 26 (laughs) years old. She is the heiress, the daughter, the heiress of the Milwaukee Bucks owner's money. That's her father.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: He's got billions.
0: Is everyone else waiting to see how Bill is going to tie this to the current conversation or no? I have it minus five thousand. It doesn't. We're talking
2: about football. We're talking about. I'm talking about how is why he's playing better. If I had an heiress and I'm going to make the playoffs, I'd be playing good, noting that I've got a fucking billionaire daddy in my back pocket.
0: Excellent Can't point, smoke Bill.
2: Show. <laughs> smoke show girlfriend. All
0: right. So we well, we'll cast the minus 5,000. We cast our first well, the, of the whole day. thing
2: was, I didn't want to talk about the stupid AFC East anymore, the AFC anymore. We want to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kind of beat it to beat it with a dead horse. It is
0: quite an upgrade because the last two people he was dating was a witch, a literal known witch uh, that he was dating to start the season who must have put some dark magic on him. And then he broke up with her to get the curse off. And before that, he was dating a little NASCAR boy in Danica Patrick, who's a little, (laughs) a little man girl who he was dating. So big upgrade for A-Rod. I I believe Bill's theory that maybe that's the reason he has been playing better. He's getting some good pussy with some good money coming up. I mean, she's hot (laughs) and she's rich.
2: Yeah. And he went
0: from a little troll and a literal witch. So he went from witch to rich. Um, So, That's the scenario right now. Joe Mixon is doing nothing wrong. Every one of you should defend Joe Mixon on Twitter. You have a right as a fucking NFL player to be pissed off. And now we have another situation that just popped up regarding potential playoffs. And we'll talk in a minute about uh, who needs to win and what the NFL needs. Because you better damn well fucking believe that the Chiefs are winning this game. Because the NFL needs it bad. And you better damn well believe the Bengals are winning. Because the last thing the NFL wants is that fucking drama. So if you believe in the faction... Uh, Chiefs Bengals parlay should be a lock, but how about what the Jets are doing right now? Do you see what the Jets are doing that just announced a few minutes ago? E?
1: Yeah, uh, Joe Flacco, big, the big Jets starter. are starting Joe
2: Flacco. I think, uh, you and Evan are the only people
1: in America who care about that. <laughs> no,
0: every it's a playoff spot. <laughs> did Miami did you see need to get in the playoffs? Dolphins are
1: it. making the playoffs. Did you see what Sala said about Joe Flacco? What he said, he's like a Ford Ranger, he's not very pretty. But when it comes time to use them in the winter, you want them. Wow.
0: I think he's more like a fucking snowcat uh, than a Ford Ranger. that fucking chop your leg off. But uh, so the Jets basically have decided that they're not going to give Zach Wilson one more look. The guy we need to see as much as possible before making a decision. They're not going to give Strebler a look, who they found to be the most competent person to replace Zach Wilson when we still had a shot at the playoffs. Bill, they're going to put in Joe Flacco.
2: I mean, I the that team stinks. I can care less about the Jets. My favorite
0: thing, Rackets. Before we got on air, me and Bill just had a ten-minute screaming discussion about this exact topic, and we get on air, and he doesn't care about it anymore.
2: Yeah, I mean, because I already talked about it. If yeah, but fucking- they didn't hear it. Yeah, no we're doing it, to show. Me, but Tommy, if you want,
0: whatever to hear- you talk to me about doesn't matter.
2: If you want me to talk about something twice,
0: well, oh, no, week, now we can't talk about so, it. Yeah,
2: exactly, we can't talk about it. You ruined it because that was it. <laughs> you ruined it. I blame. How you. I ruined. I, ruin I, I want to rackets. You I can't replicate the, same, the conversation. Rackets. I want to have the same ten minute conversation again. Yeah, with <laughs> yeah for everyone with the same
3: intensity. No, no. Yeah, it's,
2: yeah exactly. Rackets. I mean, uh, oh my god.
0: That's what I got to deal a, with, folks. Think, what a dummy. You know what?
2: I can't believe it either. I can't believe that they're starting Flacco. He's a fucking mess. He's an old man. Why not go with the kid? Let's see what he's got. And let's at least make the game fun. You know, he can run, go out there, run the Wildcat. You know, we can make things fun. None of the players are going to want to play. you has got Flacco out there.
0: Oh, there you go, mind. Bill. I agree 100%. Great intensity. Thanks. I think that they should that put great. out
2: anyone but
0: Flacco, and I would love to see it. All right, let's see what Strebler's got. Let's see Zach one more time. I got it. Good job. All right, Bill. Great intensity, great energy. Let's move on. Next topic. Uh,
1: Peyton Hillis is also in critical condition now after saving his kids from drowning.
0: No one cares. It didn't happen on a football field. You didn't see it. So according to Evan Hand, you don't care.
1: I don't even know what that is.
0: No, you don't care, Evan. You said it it happened in front of your face. So that's why you care. So you didn't – unless the video – comes out with Peyton Ellis. Oh, I didn't say care.
1: that. I said I care more.
0: Right. So you don't care about Peyton. Oh my god! You weren't what even is? sad the next day about Demar. So you got to be like, whatever, I've, on Peyton
1: Ellis. I, I had so many thoughts and prayers. Yeah, so many thoughts
0: and prayers. <laughs> um, so uh, so actually, I just
1: got back, back from the protest.
0: But... Did you? Or were you holding the, holding a uh, sign? Uh, so <laughs> what happened? He signed. saved the kid from drowning, and now he's going to
1: die. I guess he's in critical condition. I, again, it won't even guy. hit the news.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it didn't happen on, on TV, effort. so no one cares. That was my whole point um, the other day. Meanwhile, you have a football player, and, you know, we're all happy that he's out of critical condition, blah, blah, blah. But you got a football player who got hit in the chest who's in critical condition, and then you got a dude who heroically dove into water to save a child, and I haven't heard about it until you just told me. That's, that's how true. fucked that's up this country point. was, and that was my point the other day on this show. Why am I supposed to care so much about this when there's other shit like what you just mentioned going on that no one talks about?
1: It's a good point. Yeah, it is a
0: good point. It is. I care more about Peyton Hillis by a lot. He went to go save a drowning child. That's a hero.
3: He was also on the cover of Madden in like 2007 maybe.
0: And yeah, he's the probably like the 12th best white running back ever to play football. That's a big deal. You know how hard it is to be a white running back in the NFL? Peyton Hills did it. What an accomplishment.
2: Um, I do have something, Tommy. I do believe if you go back to uh, one of our earlier shows, um, I did have a prediction, and I had a bet. I have to find out exactly what the – what I think it was seven and a half, maybe six and a half. I don't really know. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, win total and to make the playoffs. That was one of my long shots. Everyone said they were going to be shit, and looky, looky, look what we have.
0: Looky here. Looky so here.
2: I'm going to congratulate myself on that one.
0: Well, they got to still win, and they still may finish the season eight and nine. Yeah, but I,
2: I do believe they got above their win total. I think it was seven and a half. I have to double check. I have it on a ticket, so I have to find my ticket.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: And I don't know if I had put it in the – I don't know if we still have that futures tab. I have to look.
0: All right, so it was so I'm seeing here. So it was two children, and they were his own kids. So he dove in to save his own children from drowning. What a hero! What a fucking hero, Peyton Hillis. Give him the purple. Uh, sorry, Peyton. No one's going to talk about you, but I'll talk about you. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Peyton Hillis. Um, <laughs> any other t- any
1: other headlines here before we get to plays? Um, just that we were talking about Kayvon Thibodeau yesterday. He got questioned about his celebration and what Jeff Saturday said, um, and he goes, I don't know who Jeff Saturday is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so hysterical. That's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, that's great. At um, uh, Rackets, do you take offense to that as a Colts fan?
3: Um, yeah, A little bit. Caelan is a douche, though. Right. <laughs>
1: like Jeff it. Saturday, he said it was tasteless and trash.
0: Uh, well, I mean, it was. It was. What's tape? trash. Is his <laughs> just, fucking just the fact that he was just hitting him with his arms flailing was <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he was hitting him with his. Because when you guys told it to me, I thought he was like five, ten yards away. From no, a, like a good fifteen yards away. But the fact that he was doing on the fourth snow angel, he felt himself hit somebody laying on the ground <laughs> and didn't even look over. He just bent his arm up <laughs> so he didn't hit the person <laughs> anymore. Like it didn't. Even, it wasn't even enough to make him stop angeling um you gotta respect it you gotta respect the commitment to the snow
2: also everybody who tuned in yesterday uh as soon as we got off of here uh we got a nice little win a uh, win man city in the under very easy uh rub 45 and kebabble collaboration let's go
0: there you go that what did I finish one nothing one nothing <laughs> let's go i was on the phone with they goal. i know that um all right. What else? Uh, what else do we got here? Anything else, Yeah.
1: So I've been. Uh, I've been in contact with Howie. I said I invited you to speak, and he said, "Shit, no idea. Just tell them I crushed for twenty-one units last night."
0: <laughs> All right. So does he have any plays? Give me his plays if he has them.
1: Yeah, he put plays. In
0: those. Yeah, I think Howie pretty much swept last night, right? Uh, no idea between me and Howie in college basketball we went I went three and one on Max bets he went three and zero oh on Max bets, I believe so I think we went six and one on Max bets on college basketball last night uh, with the one loss being a pretty fucking horrible uh, loss to Ohio State. I mean God, they fucking had that. They turned the ball over with 20 seconds left and ended up losing the game so even the loss was a good loss. Um, all right, any other topics here if you guys have anything in the chat? That you want us to chat about as we go through the show, let us know. Uh Bill, is there any other headlines before we get to bets that you want to talk about?
2: Um, Vince McMahon, unretired. So
0: I mean, we knew that was coming, right? Yeah, yeah. And that how was well, That lasted uh, re- what,
3: like two months, if that.
0: I mean, come on. Like I said when it happened, I said there's no fucking way. Like yeah, I mean, he, pro- just- he probably had a bad physical moment because that dude looks like a fucking wax sculpture right now. Uh, probably had something happen to him where he was in some bad physical condition and they said you should step down and then he recovered and now they're like, fuck it, you're
3: good. No, it was the, the court case stuff. He was getting sued or something.
0: Oh, yeah. that, went, that went right. Something went right. Yeah. right. Something that was bad went right. That's all that happened, whatever it was. Uh, Rackets, you got to go in like five minutes. So let me get to your plays before we do all the other sports and everything. And then I want one question for the four of, uh, four of us, three of you. Um, I am taking a bold stand here. I am saying that Demar Hamlin plays football again, and I'm saying he's back next year. What do you guys think? I agree with that. I don't. Rackets?
3: Um,
2: he never plays again.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't know. So, so let me just pose this: if obviously this is all, if he comes to a full recovery, right? If he's fully cleared. His heart goes back to normal. His head goes back to normal. Everything is fine, right? So he's completely back to normal. Why would he not play a game again if they're saying this was a fluke thing that could have happened to anyone and his heart is back at full capacity and everything's back to normal? The only way I could see him not playing again would be fear and professional athletes with millions on the line. And uh, the spotlight that he's going to have on him for the rest of his career as a hero is obviously something that uh, he's not going to be afraid of. But if he's 100% fine, isn't there the same chance of it happening to him again as it is happening to any player on the field?
3: Mm. Right? If it was like a a,
0: a health problem, if he had a bad heartbeat or something, then I can understand it may happen again. But if it was totally fluky, wouldn't it mean that the same probability of happening to him as anyone else?
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, it, it, it depends what they come to conclude. If it was like a pre-existing health condition or not
0: and and that's what i'm saying we're getting no news on that we're getting no information on god forbid the vaccine we're getting no information on when he had a pre-existing health condition anything along those lines why this has never happened in the history of the nfl ever before rackets pointed out the unmarked ambulance that came in and then other people are showing things on twitter that an ambulance had different numbers when it arrived at the hospital than when it left the field. Uh, a lot, a lot of weird shit that we're getting no answers to around this, which would be more of a conspiracy topic. But the bottom line is, I think if he's fine and if he's back to normal, that he plays again. So
1: and he'll be back player of the year.
0: Oh, he, he already won MVP of the week.
1: Oh, dude, did
0: you see that, <laughs> oh, dude, you no. that this morning? <laughs> they gave him MVP for like fucking playing three snaps and almost dying. He's definitely going to win every single humanitarian award they could give out that is not performance-based at the end of the year. So we'll see him all over the ESPYs. Um, but anyway, Rackets, you got to jump. So what uh, What do you got for us, tennis, NFL? Um,
3: yesterday, hit the uh, – gave you Don Kovinich plus 102. She hit hit, hit Sabalenka minus 125. Yeah. Um, uh, Sabalenka has an interesting match today. Normally, I would be betting her, but her price is way too inflated off this week. She's minus three hundred against somebody that she's already lost to once in straight sets, and really doesn't match up well with her. So, um, it I'm not gonna I'm not making this an official play. I might make it for the subs, but I will mention it on here. Uh, Arena Camellia, Bigu at plus two twenty. The price is wrong. Um, the subs will the subs will get a definitive bet later on on that, but. Um, I have a lot of interest in Bigu at plus 220. And then uh, my actual plays are going to be, I'm going to go with the American parlay today. Uh, United Cup, Taylor Fritz, minus 154, parlayed with Madison Keys at minus 188, comes out to plus 152. Um, it, Fritz is the one that I'm more worried about than Keys. Uh Fritz will be the one that we're going to sweat, but I don't really want to lay the minus 154 with him. So uh, we'll take the parlay, of the plus 152 on that. I like I, th- I think the Americans sweep the
0: board tonight. All right, you're going, uh, you're going all in America. Yep. All right. Uh, two things from the chat, and Raggots you need, you need to go. Do you have anything on the NFL this weekend?
3: Um, nothing yet. I, would like your Chiefs and Bengals parlay. I just, I have no interest really in the NFL this week. I'm probably taking this week off in it, to be honest with you. All
0: right. All right. Uh, all right, Raggeds. See you later. Later. All right, uh, two two things from the chat, Bill. One, they're asking where should they uh, host the AFC Championship uh, if it is a neutral site. I think I know the answer to that. I think it's pretty open and shut. Uh, the other one, the other one is uh, free. Someone, Mike Smith said free picks went eight and four yesterday. Thank you for pointing that out, Mike. No one ever points when they do good. They only point when they do bad. Uh, what did you say, Bill? Meadowlands. Definitely not the Meadowlands. Um, hmm. I think it's Detroit. I think it's open and shut, Detroit. I don't think it's even a question.
1: Okay. I mean, didn't, didn't
0: Buffalo already play a game in Detroit when their shit got fucked up? Right, with the snow? Didn't they have to go play in Detroit?
2: All right. Well, what happens if Detroit is in the playoffs? Well,
0: obviously, if Detroit's in it, then they don't have the situation because it wouldn't be a neutral site uh, on that. Actually, they're in the other conference. So if Detroit is in the championship yeah. on the other side, then yes, that would void it. But if Detroit's out, I think that makes the most sense. It's a north – both uh, both these cities are in the northeast. It's not too far for either of them to go to. It's a dome. Okay. Uh, and they most likely won't have playoffs there, and they do draw well. So, I think that would be the most logical. Someone said Vegas. I think that would be too far. We're going to yeah, make yeah, these northeast teams far. go to Vegas. It sounds like a great idea, but make northeast teams go to Vegas, I don't think so. I think you got to do a northeast stadium, and Detroit seems like the uh, the lock with the dome and good playing conditions um now cleveland no one's going to cleveland Fucking cleveland doesn't even want to play in cleveland uh, so uh let's go here what are we doing nexty
1: uh college basketball
0: all right college basketball uh as we said good day yesterday uh still been hot so far uh my system as i call it for those of you who aren't subscribers basically needs data right so i activated the system on 12 15 uh, December 15th and the results since then I just updated them this morning are 104 and 64 up 97.16 units since then so we are still killing it I uh, had a rough day I think two days ago in college basketball but we rebounded nicely uh, I the, today's a shitty college basketball slate uh, there's no top ranked teams playing normal Friday college basketball uh, that's why we said once football ends and we get through the playoffs or at least the first round or two of the playoffs, we will be switching the show schedule back to uh, probably Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I believe would make the most sense based on what's going on. But uh, we'll figure that out. But today, not much. Uh, I have a few plays for you here. Do you have Howie's plays? uh, Yeah, he put out
1: four. Do you want to give like two of them?
0: Uh, Give yours, give Howie's just to see if I'm on the other side of
1: any of them. All right. So, how he's going with Western Michigan, or I'd assume it's Western Michigan, WMU plus 15 and a half. Uh, the next one is Canisius. Canisius? Canisius. Canisius. Canisius minus one and a half.
0: I'm um, on the opposite
1: side of that one. Okay. And then Fairfield minus three and a half. Uh, hold on. Who's Fairfield? I'm not on that one. And his last one is uh, Canisius plus three and no. a half. This is a two game teaser. Canisius plus three and a half. Fairfield plus one and a half. That's plus 100.
0: Okay. Um, All right. So leave the Canisius straight off and put the Canisius teaser on so that we have a middle. Um, I actually have uh, tonight, I like Stanford in this matchup, minus nine. So Stanford minus nine. I'm going to be playing Marist in this one, plus 12 and a half. Uh, Actually, you know what? Let me change that because I've had more success doing this. I'm going to change that to the first half. One of the things I've noticed in college basketball, uh, especially this year, more than I've seen in years past, the teams that are getting double digits, let me just change this, half, Marist, plus seven and a half. So do seven and a half, first half, Evan. So Marist, first half, plus seven and a half. The teams I've been noticing that have been getting double digits this year, if they're covering, they're covering the first half. If they cover the first half, they still sometimes get blown the fuck out in the second half when the other team turns it around. So basically, you might as well take the plus plus seven, eight, nine, ten 10 in the first halves of these games if you like a big dog, because if they don't cover that, they're probably going to get run out in the second half. The big dogs are not coming back at all if they have a bad first half, which makes sense. The better team is hot. They're probably going to stay hot. So let's move that to Maris 7.5. And, and you might want to just cross out the uh, Canisius game. I'm actually on Manhattan in this one. Uh, it's not a big play. It's not something I'm in love with. Uh, I'm just seeing Canisius getting 87% of the money right now, and the line is holding or dropping. So uh, how he's looking at it from a player perspective. I'm looking at it from a line move perspective. Uh, we have two different styles in our systems that we use, and uh, we're on opposite sides of that one. So do with that what you want. Uh, you can just leave it off the list there e, and just cross out the Canisius Cross out all the Canisius Manhattan style. So even the teaser, let's just take those off since we're conflicting. Uh, you guys do what you want, but uh, we'll we'll cross that game off. And what was uh, your
1: Stanford bet?
0: Stanford minus nine. Gotcha. Stanford minus nine. Fairfield. I'm doing the. Uh, I didn't do that. Did I give that one out?
1: No. Uh, well, Howie Howie's on Fairfield as well. So you guys. Okay.
0: Have... So all right. So we'll cross out Canisius. I'm on Fairfield as well. So I'm doing Fairfield minus one fifty five on the money line. So, me and Howie are both on Fairfield. Uh, I'm on Marist first half. I'm on Stanford. And then the other two for Howie are Western WMU Michigan. plus 15 and a half. And that's it. So, that runs down to the college basketball. So, we'll get that through. Uh, let's move over to, what, NHL? Yep, NHL and NBA. All right. So, oh, so
2: Tommy, real fast before we do that. Sir, yes, sir. Uh, if you go to the leaderboard of the golf – um. Guess who's, in noodles? First? Guess who's in first after one? Ramen Johnny Rahm. Oh, hold on. Uh, is that John Rahm? All right, let's go. Rahm is leading, and my boy Im is in fifth, two strokes back. Oh, ramen so, noodles. Two guys I gave you yesterday on here, uh, plus 600, I think, and a plus 14 or 15 or 1,600.
0: So let's get those. All right. Uh, Serb in our chat, who is our local uh, Twitter reposter in the Discord and posts some good stuff a lot of times, uh, posted something from Rapsheet Ian Rappaport saying, why is Ford Field in Detroit not available for possible neutral site AFC championship games? So obviously I was on with that because they're already talking about why it's not available. So that must have been the number one option. Uh, I'm told in mid-January they have a previously planned changeout of their turf. At best, they're the seven seed and can't host anyway. So it wouldn't matter, Bill, even if they got there in the NFC, they wouldn't be hosting. So they'll use the time to improve the field. Uh, I find it hard to believe that the city of Detroit, which remains in constant bankruptcy for pretty much the last 50 years, uh, wouldn't see an opportunity there to back up that turf swap out to host that game. So Raphsheet says that's not possible. I don't fully believe that. I think if they could pack a stadium with 50,000 people for an AFC championship game and help the Detroit economy for a week, I find it very hard to believe. They just don't start to turf on Monday. But uh, as of now, there is a scheduling conflict there, which puts everything back up in the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's move over. So that's uh, Serb, our Twitter updater. Good job, Serb. Uh, Let's get to NHL here. Uh, Same thing since the uh, 12-15, 21-14 in NHL plus eighteen point three one units. So let's do some NHL here, at Bill Rock. Do you have anything on the ice today that you're interested? In?
2: Um, I do.
0: If you give me a second, I will tell you exactly. I have it written down. I have to fight. take your second while you look for it. I'll just give out a play here. Um, oh I do again with the NHL. A lot of the stuff I've been doing is dependent on how the lines move. It's two o'clock, three o'clock now. We have a lot of time until fucking puck drop four hours from now. So. Four Deep Bets subscribers wait until I give you the official go. Uh, Freeloaders, you're not here for the official go, so take what you got now. Uh, I am leaning Predators in this game. Uh, Predators plus 147 right now uh, against the Capitals. And I am leaning Bill Rupp with my Yotes. I got the Yotes plus 100 Arizona Coyotes against the Chicago Blackhawks. This one's pretty insane, guys. Uh, And this isn't the only thing that I use to make these decisions. But there's a lot of money coming in the Blackhawks. A lot. 95%. And the line's dropping like crazy. So uh, give me the Coyotes plus 100 and the Predators plus 145. Did I stall for you long enough?
2: Uh, you did. All right, cool. Um, I am going to Alex Ovechkin. To score a goal tonight.
0: going OV1 to no,
2: yeah, I had uh two last night. Um in the chat, uh one hit and one didn't. So we were we were uh one for one on those, or you know one out of one out of two on those. Uh but I like Ovechkin fucking awesome. Um he's got like 29 goals already on the season. Uh love it. Uh he has scored a goal. Let's see. I mean in his last four games, one two three one. So he's out. Yeah,
0: he's on fire right now.
2: Yeah, let's keep him going. And at plus one hundred, I love it.
0: So All right, let's get
2: like Let's get Ovechkin to get a goal tonight. Plus one hundred. Let's go.
0: Let's go. All right. Um, just looking now to see if anything else is popping up. There's not many games tonight in hockey. I think there's only like six games. Uh, nothing else popping up as of now. So small lean on the Panthers, minus one fifty, but not an official play yet. So that is it for the ice let's move over to the association uh what do we got for nba here i think we got a couple plays in from aber baby uh in the article yep bill what do you like in nba today
2: uh last night was not good on the nba oh we did hit a first basket again so that was awesome so we've been killing those but uh the the I knew it right away, and, you know, Thursday nights is rough because there's only, like, two or three games. I think there was four games last night. FanDuel does that free bet that you could do, depending on, like, how much money you wager there. It's anywhere from, like, $5 to $250 they give you back. The boost was Kyrie was everybody plus 25, so you knew that that wasn't going to happen. Like, everybody on uh, Boston and and Tatum actually ended up getting a triple-double.
0: And, they, and that was it's just crazy. so funny, Bill, every time they do the spandle $250 refund, if your bet loses on Thursday nights, something ridiculous happens every Thursday night. Either yeah. talking, it started with Anthony Davis when he left the game that day, a minute in because he had a tummy ache, but he managed to start the game so that you didn't get a void. You got a loss. Uh, and then yesterday in the Nuggets and the Clippers game and the Celtics and the Mav games, two 30 point blowouts, of course. And that's just what has to happen, right? Like they yeah, have to fuck everyone. Yeah, exactly. Two teams that score in the nineties in a year where every team in America is scoring 120 points.
2: Well, I mean, Tatum, Tatum finished, like I said, with a triple double. Uh but, uh, Brown, we had him. Tw- I am 20 plus in one bet. He finished of course, with 19. And he
0: had two fouls in the first two seconds.
2: Yeah. He had finished with 19. Uh, so we missed that. But, uh, yeah, the NBA, on those slow days, guys, I only actually had two plays out yesterday on the NBA, two parlays. Um, there, you, you, there's no, it sucks. It sucks betting those, those those days. But tonight, like I said, we got a lot, a lot of, lot of NBA going on tonight. I will give you a first basket that I have. Uh, Pascal Siakam, plus 600 to score the first basket against the Knicks. Um, probably three people are going to score that first basket. It's going to either be him, which I hope it is, or it is going to be um, Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson. So I'm going with uh, Pascal. If you get him plus six hundred to score to first, and if you want, I also do the player to score first team basket in case he scores first team. That's plus two twenty five. So you, if we hit like you've been, we've been doing, we hit first basket, you get first basket six hundred. And you get 225 team basket if he makes the first of the game. Uh, and remember, guys, FanDuel counts free throws. So FanDuel counts free throws as a first basket. Uh, MGM does not. So all depending on what you want to do. If you want to do it on FanDuel, remember a free throw counts. MGM free throws do not count. So and I would totally make fun to- of you.
0: I would make fun of you for the first basket stuff, but you've hit about like 100 of them. So uh, yeah, I am not going to make fun of you. Where did all yeah. this money in my Where did all this money in my Fanduel account come from?
1: Whoa, what is going on?
0: A, give me some of that. I had a what the fuck is going on here? Portland State. Uh, holy shit! I had a parlay last night. <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> that. Let's go! I didn't. I didn't hit one. Uh, you didn't hit one. All right, I'll give you a thousand. No. One. All right, thanks. Cool. Um. Oh, I know why. Because the fucking FanDuel never updated, like right now it's still showing my Iowa money line, which won, as a fifty-seven forty-nine loss. They never updated, remember I told you the whole board locked up in college basketball yesterday? Yeah. They locked up the board, it stopped calculating things, and it was showing it as a loser yesterday in my account, and I never even looked at it. Both those games, it was showing as losers, and now it remarked them as winners. So let's go. So guys, check your fanduel accounts if you had college basketball. Looks like they regraded things the right way. Um, let's go, Tommy G. How you doing? All uh, right. Anything else here? NBA. We have Aber has two plays. Yeah, I, I got one more too. You got another one. All right, go to yours, and then I'll read Abers and Haley's.
2: Um. Also, I gotta. I I have to. Yell Compliment about that. Compliment me. No. No. I want to yell about that Clippers game yesterday. Please. Um, I don't know what the fuck what that was. If anybody watched that, I don't know what it was. The Clippers got spanked. It was not. Tommy, you want me to tell you? The no, start.
0: Was, I, I'm looking at it right now. It was 66 to 32 at the half.
2: Do you do you want me? Do you want to know the starting lineup? Uh, their points. I don't think this has ever happened in an NBA game in the history. I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. Not one starter scored double digits.
0: Ready for this, Bill? Not one starter played over 18 minutes. Yeah. It's disgusting. They literally, like, you want to talk about the faction? That was the other game
2: never seen that you had no chance if you had any and that was the same bill game that was parlay. the other
0: game in the same game parlay money back that, guarantee
2: that was the fan duel same so if you did that jokic
0: you, ended the game without a double double <laughs> you had no chance of hitting that none unless you did unders no chance jokic not even jokic nothing. finished jokic finished 12 9 and 6 yeah. His PRAs were probably like 49. 24 minutes he played. I yeah, mean, dude. I'm Leonard? telling you, dude, they're fixing those. Because the reason I, I'm keeping track of these is because I hate the fucking NBA. So the only time I bet it is when I log in and it says $250 risk-free same game parlay. So what the fuck? I throw it in and if I lose, I get my money back. It's never even come close to having yeah, a no chance way. of winning once. Because every Thursday night, the fucking two games that they pick have fucking insanity happening to them. Yeah, you can't – that was disgusting yesterday. It took every single person
2: who bet that game lost. There there wasn't one person who got a prop right on it. Yeah, again,
0: again, I let you bet the other.
2: So, let's go tonight. I'm going to give you a same-game parlay real fast. Even money. Uh, I'm going to take – let's just take the even money and run. Uh, uh, Kevin Durant, 25-plus, Kyrie, 20-plus, and C.J. McCollum, 20-plus. C.J. McCollum is on fire. Now, especially with Zion out a few weeks, um, Zion pulled a a hamstring or something. And Zion was playing good. I mean, his body's back. He looks like a fucking beast. But he pulled a hamstring. So you can't do it all. But CJ McCollum easily should get 20 tonight. And KD and Kyrie have been killing it. So I expect them to do the same. High-scoring game. Not a lot of defense. Uh, That should hit easily. Plus 100 on those three.
0: Okay, say it again for everyone just so they they have Kevin
2: Durant 25 plus Kyrie 20 plus McCollum 20 plus.
0: Okay, I won't bet it so that I make sure it wins because I can't win an NBA bet. Uh, If if I did last night, Bill, I would have put my you know I would have ended up betting like 10 plus points for all the Clippers guys to you know at like minus 200 and lost it.
2: Yeah, yeah, Um, something. Yeah, minus 200 that would have been like minus a thousand.
0: Yeah, whatever. I still would have lost it. On each uh, guy, no, I was yeah. saying for the whole starting five, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Demar Brian Healy shows up. Brian Healy, DeMar DeRozan of the Chicago Bulls, over 26 and a half points. That's my boy. I was killing DeMar DeRozan props last year. DeMar DeRozan, over 26 and a half points is Healy's play. Aber has two plays. Trey Murphy, over two and a half threes, plus 155. And Jalen Durin who is a 4 deep bets favorite pops up there every day uh Jalen Duran over 20 and a half points plus rebounds
2: I will have him in a rebound pop parlay tonight also um Evan uh Kebabble is <coughs> in the in the room if you want to let him in real fast he has a go, he has a soccer play if you want to hit it
1: copy he's good all right
2: all right he's connecting I see him connecting connecting connecting.
0: It's connected
2: Speaker! Oh, now he muted himself. Can you hear me now?
0: Maybe he's taking a shit. No, no, I'm driving. Oh. Make it
2: even safer. Hey, I got one bet this week, right. and I looked ahead. Napoli's coming off a bad loss at Inter. They play on Sunday at 11 a.m. I'm going to be absolutely hammering their minus one, 2.5 spread. I think they win by two or three here. It's sitting at minus 125. That'll be probably the sweet spot bet for four deep this weekend. So that's Napoli, you said? Yep. They're minus 1.25 spread, sitting at minus 125 on DraftKings. All
0: right. All right. Minus 1.25. And that's when? Tomorrow, what time?
2: No, that's Sunday. Sunday, 11 a.m.
0: Sunday, Central. 11 so, a.m. So I mean, we're well, or for South Dakota State and North Dakota State to sneak a game in, maybe. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> bullshit. Up. All right. Cabal. Cabal. Fucking. Skyping in from the road Evan look at that dedication on my babble He's a warrior. We, we are absolutely destroying soccer to start the
2: year I think I, I think we've missed like two since the first when, the first was a bad day since then it's been near sweeps every day we're up like three four units every day let's go
0: I mean, killing it killing it I mean this is the, this is the site guys that you guys need to be a part of right now NBA Bill Rupp and the guys uh we're even winning hockey we're winning college basketball. We got the national championship coming up on Monday. Um, I should mention that we're not going to talk about that today because we'll do that on Monday's show. But uh, I should note, I mean, huge fucking monster Saturday night for us uh, in college football with TCU and Georgia both coming in. We had them heavy. Me and Bill have million-dollar parlays still alive. But right now, just to give you guys an update on where we're sitting, I'll repeat this on Monday, we don't need to bet the Georgia game at all. Uh, for the bull guide subscribers, if TCU wins, we win 18 units. So we win 11 units because we have TCU plus 1,800 to win it all. And we have about 9.5 units on Georgia uh, to win it. So we win 11 units if TCU wins and win 8.5 if Georgia wins. And for the four deep bet subscribers, we got in these lines earlier. On November 12th, I took TCU plus 8,000, even gave it out to you freeloaders on Twitter. So you should all have that, half a unit to win 40. And we have Georgia 11 units to win 10. So for the subs, if Georgia wins, we win 14 units. If TCU wins, we win 28 units. So we are locked and loaded. Uh, We'll come on here and give you plays as if we don't have those. But uh, even the freeloaders should have the TCU plus 8,000. And if you do, it's an easy hedge on Georgia here. You have plenty of of Uh, wiggle room there. Tommy,
2: I have Mm. to correct myself. Please do. Uh, I said before that I had – Kanerzy was my goal on the Flyers yesterday, and I said that I lost the other one. I, a matter of fact, I did not lose. Mm. Uh, Dave in the chat is just reminding me that knock I had last night at plus one ten scored two goals. Oh, not one, but two goals. So William Rupp went two and zero on the ice last night with two goals. Going back again tonight, Ovechkin, Let's go. Let's get this goal.
0: All right. Bill up, Fucking. Two and all
2: last night. Didn't even know, guys. We're just pulling winners out of my ass and I didn't even know.
0: <laughs> he doesn't even know. There's so much money flowing into Bill's accounts from fucking first baskets and hockey goals. He doesn't even know what's going on. So we are tearing up every angle of every sport. Uh, let's get to the NFL here, just to wrap the show. A uh, lot going on in the NFL this weekend, obviously. One of the first things we love to check heading into the NFL final weekend is the uh, incentives. Uh Bill did a quick sweep. I'm gonna be doing another more in-depth sweep sweep shortly. Uh there aren't many incentives that are on the line for contract incentives right now. A lot of the ones that Bill found were like this guy needs one catch, eight yards, you know, stuff that isn't gonna affect a prop. So I'll give you a little tip here uh without you having to wait for me to do all the research for the freeloaders. One of the things that I like to do in situations like this, obviously in games that are our monumental importance, like playoff berths and things like that. Um, it's, it's a little bit tougher, right? Because you can't really force the ball to a guy if you really need to win this game to get into the playoffs, but certain things that I like to look at that are not in the incentives are landmarks, like a thousand yards. Uh, I'll give you a perfect scenario, like a Brandon Ayuk who's in a game where the team's a big favorite. He needs 44 yards to get to a thousand, you know, something like that. Uh, is important and something that I would factor into a prop being that Brandon, Ayuk's prop. I haven't looked at it probably is right around 44 yards.
2: You know, all these guys know and their teammates know about these incentives. Yes. A hundred percent. They know about the incentives and they know about the landmarks. We've seen it with Tom Brady, with Gronk when, when Tom Brady was supposed to come out of that game, he says, no, no, I want to stay in to get Gronk that catch. And he threw it right through a little screen to him and he got it. And we saw it with, uh, with uh one of our uh fellow players taking his shirt off and throwing it around and leaving the field and quitting football because of it so yeah they're all uh they're out there they know it and uh yeah like I said all the ones I found are like one or two yards two catches and
0: uh it's always close. it's always more important it's always more <laughs> important when it's a money incentive right like you get a hundred thousand dollars if you hit this mark. But those landmarks are very critical too. So you could literally just go to any site, go to fucking ESPN.com or whatever, and just click stats and you'll see it. So a few of the guys to keep your eye on this week, um, like if Jamar Chase, 40 yards for a thousand means nothing because his prop's going to be 82. So the 40 means nothing. But if you look at some guys, Ayuk needs 44. And then you got a handful of guys right here who need 102 to 130 yards in DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, Hawkinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Williams—those uh, would be some receivers I would look at. Some rushing landmarks that you could look at. Pretty much anyone who's within like a hundred yards of the number. So like Austin Eckler needs 119. Algier. do you believe Tyler Algiers 100 yards away from a thousand yard season? He's only been wow. starting for like, like no time. Kenneth Walker as a rookie needs 64 yards for a thousand. That's a good one. Uh, you know, so there's then there's a few in that range. And then on the passing side, Brady, you just spoke about Bill. Does Brady have any interest in 390 yards getting? To no, apply?
2: there's that's no, there's him. no need, no need for him to even play. But he, I mean, he, he shouldn't be playing.
0: It. But if he does, yeah, yeah, that's shouldn't too much. Yeah. Um, so,
1: did you
2: guys put, yeah, another guy, another guy, Trevor Lawrence is uh, 99 yards away from 4,000.
0: Right, but that doesn't matter because his prop's going to be double that. Yeah, so that's not helping us on the prop, right? It would say i was
1: just, just saying. Did you guys see? Uh, I'm gonna be hammering Kenny Galladay this weekend because he needs 76 catches to get $750,000. So
0: I did see that. I was I was <laughs> literally laughing out loud on the phone when I read it to Bill. That was the greatest barstool tweet I've ever seen.
2: Zab uh, Zab in the chat says AJ Brown needs 99 for 1500. Needs what? 99 yards for 1500.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Is that a, yeah, I mean, I guess that would fall into the category really that thousand yard mark, because when you, when you look at contracts and stuff, and when you look at guys, all time careers, you'll say 5,000 yard seasons, like that thousand yard number, I factor in a little bit more. Um, but we'll factor that in later. Let's talk about real quick the two NFL games tomorrow. Bill Rob Fandle is beautifully showing me show balance right now. Uh, while I'm using the, uh, phone i I fucking hate this site i don't know why they keep locking us out for no reason and then we have to backdoor our way back in but uh in tomorrow's game i do have a pretty big play that i'm going to be making on derrick henry uh let me go to my notes here since i can't pull up the fucking site uh derrick henry this week i think his total is 92 and a half so i have plays out for tomorrow's game which has a lot of impacts in the playoffs too i think the winner makes the playoffs uh in this tennessee game Derrick Henry obviously destroys the end of December into January. Derrick Henry also destroys the Jacksonville Jaguars. Over his last eight games against the Jacksonville Jaguars, Henry's rushed for 1,048 yards and 13 touchdowns. That is a 2,100-yard, 26-touchdown season if he played them every game this season. Uh, And his last three games versus the Jaguars, which are more influential, He's averaging 155 yards and two touchdowns. Ow. We saw what he does to the Texans. He does almost the same thing to the Jaguars. He did have a 220-yard performance in there uh, three games ago. So I'm all in Derrick Henry. This is a must-win game. They have a situation at quarterback, obviously. They're not going to be – they're going to have to run the ball down their throat. I like Derrick Henry over 91 – let me see, 90, 90 and a half – is the best number I'm seeing out there right now. That's over at, I believe, DraftKings. So Derrick Henry over 90 and a half. Derrick Henry touchdown, minus 110. Uh, As I stated, he's averaging two touchdowns a game over his last three versus the Jaguars. Plus, he's healthy. He didn't play last week. So he had a week off. So you're talking about a rested Derrick Henry in January. Um, Just just screams, you know, let's do it. And I'm going to be taking a little stab at the Titans here, too. I might sprinkle them in on the money line, but I'm definitely going to take. I see they're up to seven in some books. Some books, they're six. I'm just going to do the alt here. I found an alt at minus 127. So I'm going to take the Titans plus seven and a half tomorrow uh, in that game. Bill, you have any interest in that Titans-Jaguars game?
2: I'm on Derrick Henry touchdown.
0: Okay. Yeah, so Derrick Henry uh, is the is the path here uh, in this game. The other game, obviously, the Chiefs game, the NFL needs the Chiefs to win this game, Bill. I mean, I know it's a big line. I know it's nine and a half and shit like that. But I think this is a free square for parlays. They cannot have the Chiefs lose this game, or you have complete. If the Chiefs lose and the Bills win and the Bengals win, you have just fucking three cities in fucking burning and fire anger, right? Like they need they need the Chiefs to win, do they not?
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if the Chiefs cover though. They don't cover shit. No, no,
0: no. I'm just doing money line for parlays. Yeah. I mean, I like it. Sounded like you were going to say more there.
2: No, no, I was. I was reading something.
0: All right. Uh, All right. So I have the Chiefs in a parlay with the Packers. So I'll probably, I'll definitely have props out on this game for tomorrow. I'm not doing that right now. Uh, I'm doing Chiefs-Packers parlay. The faction parlay. The faction definitely needs the Chiefs to win. The faction definitely wants the Packers to win, and Aaron Rodgers in. So I'm going full faction parlay. Chiefs Packers minus one twenty four, ship it. Anything else on these two games, Bill? Uh, I got. Bill, we're on still it. on air, Bill.
2: I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. football games. They're fucking. Uh, most of them don't count, and I'm not. I'm not putting any money on these games because they're most of them are going to be fixed. All so. Right. Um, Let's
0: find yeah. out where the fix is and profit. My money,
2: I, I, I'm i making money on NBA and other sports. I'm not throwing money away on this NFL shit anymore. Um, All right. Derek I'm gonna Henry keep touchdown. going
0: to keep I'm going to keep going. If you'd have anything that you want to add into yep. it, just just it Jared Henry in. touchdown for me. That's about it. All right. Uh, I like the Dolphins minus 165 versus the Jets. You can throw that in there, E. I didn't put that one in the list. Uh, now that I hear Flacco's starting, I mean, that's fucking insanity. I mean, Howard... How do we not take advantage of that? What is this? Need some more information? DraftKings needs information for terms and conditions. It's very interesting. Uh, So I do like that situation there. Obviously, the Dolphins quarterback situation is something everyone's going to be worried about. I think Bridgewater plays. Um, If he is active, I'm loading the (laughs) Dolphins. Uh, I had the Bridgewater over 229 and a half last week. He had 161 and then got hurt, of course, because every prop has to get hurt. The, uh, I uh, think the Bridgewater Dolphins,
1: is. The Dolphins announced that Skylar Thompson will be starting on Sunday. I'm seeing here.
0: Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel said Bridgewater has a chance to be active. Uh, all right, so he'd be active only in a backup capacity. All right, so yeah, I'll just take it off, take it off. If it's Skylar, take it off. They're still going to win in that game, but if it was Teddy Bridgewater, I would load into it. So take the Dolphins off. Uh, I'm going to add the Steelers here. Steelers need to win. Browns suck. Uh, Browns was a faction game. That was a line movement game. I think uh, the Steelers get it done here. Minus 138 uh, against Deshaun Watson. That's a home game for Pitt. Pitt needs to win. A lot of motivation there. Bill was just talking how teams don't care. I think they will. Um, Bill, how are the Colts minus three against the Texans? Like, who are the Colts to be minus three versus anyone?
2: I have no idea.
0: That's, I mean, well, Ellen, I would, the Texans I mean, have been battling it, with them. every team. Wow.
2: I mean, why would you even waste money on that I'm not.
0: Uh, I mean, I I like it. I'm going to bet it just because I'm a degenerate. But uh, I don't have it as an official play. I just looked at that line, and that line looked fishy. Uh, another play that I have for you guys here, obviously we're going to put the Packers in everything this whole weekend. I'm going to be doing another parlay with Bengals Packers. So I'm probably, by the time that Packers game comes, I personally am probably going to have three or four parlays closing with the Packers. It uh, should be easy to hedge out of that if any signs of trouble to start that game. But uh, I don't see any way the Packers don't go in and win this for the uh, for the faction. Uh, Drake London props. Keep your eyes on those. Uh, they're not up yet. I, last week was the first week that he didn't hit his prop. He destroyed it the two prior, but still got eight targets last week. I'm going to ride that train again. So when that pops up, look at that. And then uh, here's what you like, Bill. Joe Burrow over one and a half touchdowns minus 180 is literally a fucking plug and play every week especially with uh, the Bengals needing this game. How about this one, Bill Rupp? T. Higgins, who was at the center of the controversy and actually getting lit up a little bit, with people saying it was his fault for dropping his head. I think T. Higgins plus 190 to score a touchdown at almost plus 200 definitely fits the storybook narrative that ESPN and everyone's going to want to talk about. I wouldn't even be surprised if T. Higgins scores the first touchdown for the Bengals, so. I don't have an official play on the first touchdown, but I will. I think you're going to see a little T. Higgins week. If you believe in the conspiracy side of sports, nothing will fit the storybook narrative than T. Higgins, the man who hurt DeMar Hamlin and the man who's been getting thoughts and prayers from the Bills to go out and have a big game and get in the box right out the gate. So uh, T. Higgins plus 190 to score, Bill. All right. I like it. All right. And that's pretty much it. That's all we got. Uh, Anything else for you, sir, Rob, before we get out of here? Nope. All right. Evan, anything else for you? Nothing for me. All right. So there you go. You guys got a billion bets. Get over to 4deepbets.com. Go sign up. Join us. We're on fire across the board in all sports. For Joey Rackets, Howie Dewey, wasn't able to figure out Twitter spaces, but we still love him, uh, Bill Ruff, Evan Hand, and myself, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers.
1: Let's go!